Please turn to Psalm 34. Psalm 34. The superscription above this psalm in my Bible says a psalm of David when he changed his behavior before Abimelech, or Achish, as referenced in 1 Samuel 21, who drove him away and he departed. This psalm was written to remember David's experience in Gath. The Lord delivered David that day from the hand of Achish, and David wrote this psalm to praise the Lord for that deliverance. This event occurred when David was probably in his mid to late 20s, who was being chased by Saul before he became king. Let me read a short passage in 1 Samuel 21. Just listen as I read this about this situation for those that may not be familiar with this Bible story. And David arose and fled that day for fear of Saul and went to Achish, the king of Gath. And the servants of Achish said unto him, Is not this David the king of the land? Did they not sing one to another of him in dances, saying, Saul hath slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands? And David laid up these words in his heart and was sore afraid of Achish, the king of Gath. And he changed his behavior before them and feigned himself mad in their hands and scrabbled on the doors of the gate and let his spittle fall down upon his beard. Then said Achish unto his servants, Lo, ye see the man is mad. Wherefore then have ye brought him to me? Have I need of a madman? that ye have brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence? Shall this fellow come into my house? David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave Adullam. A great deliverance for David from the hand of Achish. And he wrote this psalm in memory of that deliverance. Even though David does not specifically refer to this event in the psalm, This was the great deliverance that he referred to and wrote about as he took his his boast in the Lord. The outline of this psalm is short. Verses 1 through 3, David's commitment to praising the Lord and his desire that others do the same. Verses 4 through 7, David's boasting in the Lord his God. And verses 8 through 22, the hope, confidence, and blessing of the righteous. Yes. Please turn to Psalm 34 and follow along as I read this psalm. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Yes, Lord. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord. And he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, 
but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Amen. Come, ye children, hearken unto me, and I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days, that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. He keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. Amen. This morning, because of time, we will only consider the first two sections of this 34th Psalm. Verse 1, I will bless the Lord. David vows to always bless the Lord, Jehovah, of the Bible. He is resolved and determined to praise and glorify the great God of heaven. David is committed to blessing the Lord. And because David wrote many psalms, and we can read them, we know that this was a theme throughout his life. David said, I will bless the Lord. His heart and mind were determined to praise the Lord. David was committed that this should be the focus of his life. May we have the same commitment that David had to praising the Lord. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. At all times. I will bless the Lord today, tomorrow, and as long as he gives me breath. I will bless the Lord when I get up and when I lay down. In every situation and circumstance of life, I will bless the Lord. In good times and in bad. In joy and in sorrow. In sickness and in health. In prosperity and in want. In life and in death. I will bless the Lord at all times. David was never finished praising the Lord. He always had more to do. He was never satisfied that he had done enough, that he had praised the Lord enough. He always felt that he fell short in what the Lord deserved. He wanted to always praise the Lord at all times. David knew that if he praised the Lord for his mercies, he would never run out of mercies for which to praise. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. David wasn't just content with blessing the Lord in his thoughts and heart. He was committed to having to praise the Lord in his mouth continually. He was determined that he would praise the Lord regularly and often. He should, we should continue to praise the Lord because he is a, he is worthy of all our praises. He is infinitely great in power, 
in wisdom and in glory. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable because he is worthy of all our praises. We should praise the Lord because this is the purpose for which we were created. The purpose and end of our existence is for the glory of God. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. We should praise the Lord because praise to God is the best use of our tongue. It's not just to shove food down the hole. It's to praise the Lord. Our tongues are our glories. What better use of our tongues than to give God glory? We should praise the Lord because of what he has done for us. As we heard this morning from Ephesians chapter 1, we'll hear further. Everything we have and are is from the God of heaven. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. We should praise the Lord because he delights in his children who glory in him. But let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understandeth and knoweth me, that I am the Lord, which exercise loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, saith the Lord. We should praise the Lord because praise encourages the hearts of the righteous. David wrote in Psalm 119, They that fear thee will be glad when they see me, because I have hoped in thy word. Verse 2, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. While boasting of our own abilities or accomplishments is sinful pride, boasting in the Lord is proper and glorifying to the Lord. We have nothing to boast about in ourselves, but we should always boast in the Lord and should depend on him completely. David wanted to boast of what the Lord had done for him. This psalm is his boast. David wanted to remind others of what the Lord had done for him. We too should want to do that. As David told the Gadarene, Go home to thy friends and tell them what great things the Lord hath done for thee and hath had compassion on thee. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. David was not just boasting to the Lord. He was boasting that the humble and the righteous might hear. He wanted the humble to hear his boast and to rejoice with him in God. David knew his boasting would encourage the righteous to trust in the Lord so that they too might make their boast in the Lord. Verse 3, O magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. David loved to praise the Lord, but he wasn't just content to praise the Lord himself. He wanted to encourage his brethren to this lofty goal as well. May we, like David, invite others to join with us in praising and exalting the name of the Lord. Here's David's boast. Verse 4, I sought the Lord. I sought the Lord. In our hour of need, we cannot expect the Lord to help us if we do not seek him. We must pursue him. We must call upon his name. David prayed unto the Lord. Sometimes the Lord may not be found immediately. We must seek him more. We may need to pray with importunity and keep seeking the Lord until he is found. David wrote, I sought the Lord and he heard me. The Lord will always hear if we seek him in righteousness and sincerity. 
This psalm is full of the promises from the Lord about he hears about how he hears the cries of the righteous. Right. What glorious hope for those who put their trust in the Lord. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. This verse does not just stop with the Lord hearing the psalmist. The verse says that the Lord delivered David from all his fears. Do you have any fears today? We all do. Call upon the Lord, and he will help you. Notice the Lord delivered David from all his fears. David had fears just like we do, but the Lord delivered him from them all. What a glorious deliverance. And jumping to verse 6, this poor man cried. David was poor at this time, just like we are. Think about that. David, in his mid to late 20s, was running from Saul. He had to live with the Philistines for a while, and even they threw him out because he was a madman. They were trying to kill him too. He had to live in the cave for a while. Think of that. David the king? No, he wasn't king yet. He was living in a cave. Saul and the Philistines were trying to kill him, but David knew to cry unto the Lord. David did not trust in himself. He cried unto the Lord. Oh, may we humbly humble ourselves like David did and cry to the Lord our God. And the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. Again, just like in verse 4, the Lord heard and delivered David, this time from all his troubles. Between all his fears and all his troubles, that pretty much takes care of it, doesn't it? The Lord delivered him from them all. David had many fears and troubles, far more than you or I have, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. What confidence this should give us When we call upon the Lord, he will deliver us, too, from all our fears and troubles. Verse 7, the angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. Like the horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. Even so, the angel of the Lord encampeth round about each one of them, each one of them that fear him. We may never see these ministering spirits, but those who trust in the Lord can know with certainty that they shall keep thee in all thy ways, as Psalm 91 tells us. We may never know how many unseen deliverances the Lord has blessed us with due to the ever-abiding presence of the angel of the Lord all around us. The angel of the Lord delivers those who fear him. I trust that this brief consideration of Psalm 34 has been a blessing to each one of your hearts in two ways. That it will prompt us to remember, as David did, the great deliverances of the Lord and to make our boast in the Lord. And two, that it will move us to commit ourselves afresh to a life of praise and blessing for the great God of heaven, for he is worthy of all our praise. May we say with David, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify 
the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Amen. Amen.